your exclusive home of the D-backs. Diamondbacks. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. D-backs manager Tori Lovello joins Burns and Gambo to talk D-backs baseball. Normally we talk to Tori every Tuesday at 2.30. That was the trade deadline. They had a day game. It just didn't make any sense. So our thanks to the Diamondbacks. And thank you, Tori, for your flexibility in moving it to today. It just made a lot more sense. How you doing? Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. That's what we do. No worries. Glad we can connect today. Sorry, we first want to give our condolences to the to, to Mike and his family and the entire organization that that is going through this really difficult time. I I talk to Mike on a pretty regular basis, and I have a lot of respect for for him. And we know he took the leave last year to be with Nicole, but uh, you know, to lose her now, um, I know you know it was almost inevitable, and they, they knew it was going to happen. But it still it still sucks for him and the boys to have to go through this. And we talked about it yesterday. So our thoughts are really with the entire organization and Mike's family during these difficult times. We just want to make you, you know, make you know that we, we do care and we, we, we worry for that family. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we always appreciate the love from you guys. You guys are the best. And um, for you to, you know, open up the segment with, with, with that means a lot to me personally. Obviously, we go back a long way. Um, it's, it's painful. It's a painful situation. Um, we, her health has been declining for many, many years. We were aware of that. But she fought harder than, than anybody um, could have imagined and, you know, unfortunately lost her battle yesterday. Um, you know, I hate saying this because it's kind of like the easiest thing to say. She's in a better place, but it is so true. So, um, yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, Gambo, um, she's in our hearts. We love her, and uh, we'll, we'll just keep moving on, even though these are very tough days right now. All right. Appreciate that, Tori. Thanks you know, thanks for that. Uh, let, let, let's talk baseball. Trade deadline is coming gone. Two players. Let's start with David Peralta. Um, you know, it, it was a tough spot that you guys were in because if David was on this roster, being a veteran player that's meant a lot to the organization, being a guy that's playing for a contract, you really had no mm. choice but to play him five days a week, not DH him. You know, training mm. him, give him a chance to go to a contender. I would imagine for you, it does free up the opportunity to, to play McCarthy now, maybe to call up Corbin Carroll. Just give me your thoughts on the Peralta mm. trade. Yeah, I think you're hitting it pretty close. Uh, you know, David is a fixture here in, in this town. He's a great player for the D-backs. He did a lot of wonderful things, and it's it's hard to say, hey, look, we're moving you to another organization. But for the things that he was needing from his career and where he was going, getting traded to a contender, getting a lot of exposure on a different level, is going to obviously help him at the end of this free agent year. And on the back side of that, uh, what's more important to us, and that's where we had to be a little bit selfish, uh, is saying it will open up a spot for Jake McCarthy to play more often, a, a young up-and-coming player. Corbin Carroll, everybody knows his name inside of our system. So I think it was, it, there were two reasons. To help David get to a, an area and a space in his career where he could potentially play in a playoff game and meaningful games. And that was a silver lining for me when I sat him down. I told him it's just with a heavy heart, but the one thing that's getting me through this is a good time for you. And now we're getting a chance here in Arizona to watch some young players go out and shine. And that, that's also very exciting for this entire organization. I, and then let's talk about Luke Weaver. Gets a chance to go to Kansas City. Um, I think he's got a year of control left. Why was he never able to get back to the level of success that he had, you know, in St. Louis, especially in 2017, he was really good. What happened to him where he was just never able to duplicate that early success he had? Uh, that's a good question. Um, the, the one thing that I think we was very consistent was, was his velo. The ball comes out hot. There's a lot of octane. 
uh, in that right arm. And you know, when he when he was sitting at 95 and above, he was a totally different pitcher. And I think injuries played a major part in his ability to go out there and compete as a starting pitcher at the level that he needed to. You know, we saw the velocity dip in, into the 90s, low 90s, 90-91, uh, and he was out there trying to compete when we felt like he wasn't 100% healthy. He came up, you know, injured, unfortunately. And if he came back, it was just a slow process for him to get back into that rhythm. What we did see towards the end of uh, his time here in Arizona was out of the bullpen, he was able to let it eat and let it go out or go out there and, and would sit in that 95, 96, 97 mile an hour range. So I think his, his career for us was seen as a reliever. Um, I think we needed a little bit of a little bit of depth infield right-handed hitting depth. Uh, I think it's a good trade for both teams. But you know, the one thing I can give you, Gambo, is that he was injured. He was just banged up and never healthy enough as a starting pitcher to get anything in a very consistent form to where he could go out and compete at that high level. We saw that in '19 when he first got traded over here. He was the best pitcher for the first month and a half, but he ended up getting hurt, and I don't think he's been healthy ever since then. Troy Lavello, manager of the Diamondbacks, our guest here on Burns and Gambo. They're taking on the Colorado Rockies back home at Chase. Field tonight. I was in the car uh, yesterday morning and I was listening to Derek Hall and he was talking about the deadline. He expressed a little bit of surprise that there wasn't a little bit more done at the deadline. Were you anticipating more or did you figure it was going to be as kind of relatively quiet as it was for you guys with only the two moves? Uh, you know, I think Mike and, and company were having discussions with a lot of different teams for a lot of different uh, in a lot of different areas. Uh, and I, you know, we weren't willing to sell off the players that we wanted to uh, continue to develop, give us give them a chance to come out here and show us what they can do. And I think it spoke volumes about what they think of the guys that we have here still. So I know Mike is always looking to make our team better. Period. No matter who it is, when it is, it doesn't need to be just a trade deadline. And I feel like if there were offers, if there were things, it just wasn't going to make us a better team today and down down in, uh, in the future. And, you know, we've done a good job of compiling really good talent inside of this organization. So what it means is, and spells it out very clearly, the guys that are here are the guys that we want and the guys that we're going to go out and compete with every single night. Tori, I know we've asked you this question a couple of times so far this year. We feel compelled to ask it again. I want to ask you about Mark Melanson, if I could, because before the deadline and before the day off yesterday, there were more struggles out of your closer. Mm-hmm. Are you you sticking with him? Has anything changed in your bullpen? Is all status quo down there? No, we're going to um, consistent or continue to get better to, to strive for consistency. That's the main thing. So, however it lines up, whatever um, discussions we need to have, I will have, and we'll just keep plowing forward. I'm very well aware of what's going on with Mark Melanson. We got to win baseball games, and it's my job to kind of stay ahead of it, have discussions with the people around me to say, "Hey, look, these are some of the adjustments that we need to make." So, uh, haven't quite gotten there yet, but obviously, know how important it is for us to win baseball games. We got to we got to find a way to get those outs late in the game. Leverage or no leverage situations, it just doesn't matter. When you come out of the bullpen, you got to get outs. And if you're not, we got to make some sort of adjustment. And it's always on, on the table. But nothing has been imminent. No, nothing has been decided. Uh, and nothing is imminent. But we'll, we'll figure that out here in the coming days. All right, I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. You've got a 2-1 lead in the ninth <laughs> inning tonight. Who gets the ball? Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson. You had an off day yesterday. No, don't laugh. I mean, I... Oh, I'm I, laughing. I, I, I was going to let no, him off that Tori's easily, laughing. but you're not. Tori's yeah. laughing. No, I mean, I, I'm not... 2-1 lead, ninth inning tonight. Is it Ian Kennedy? Kennedy or Mark Melanson in the ninth inning. You don't have to give me for the rest of the season, but for tonight, who would close the game? <laughs> John John Gambadoro got the ball in the ninth. You know, I I don't know exactly what's going to happen right stop, now. Like I said, stop! Stop! You I've know, gotta have, I've got to. 
I've got to have some discussions. The players are just trickling in right now. So usually I sit down with the guys, have some discussions. We talk about things and just outline the next several days. So I got to want to sit down and talk to my staff, get their feedback, and make the best decision moving forward. So you, right now, unknown. You, mister, I work backwards on, on all the games. I know you. You work backwards. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, that ninth inning is a huge inning, right? But there are big innings that lead into the ninth inning. So um, I do work it backwards. I say, this this is our ninth inning guy. How am I going to build it in before that? And the seventh and eighth inning are just important as the ninth. So, yeah, I do want to work it backwards. But like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down with the staff today. We're going to have our discussions, our normal discussions. This will definitely be a topic. All right. I- Ian Kennedy did give you a, a really good ninth mm-hmm. inning when you had a three-run lead against Cleveland. Is he under consideration mm-hmm. right now to be the closer? Yes, he is. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Just 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 wanted to see wanted to see how that was that was going. All right, let let's yeah. let let's let's talk about your 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 new third baseman that you got in you got in this trade with, with Kansas City. What what type of opportunities do you think he'll get going forward, you know, for the rest of the season? Um, he's gonna he's gonna play third base against some um, left-handed pitching. You know, I think we were a little light with some of our right-handed hitters uh, earlier in the season. The front office has done a great job of, of addressing that, and and it started with Buddy Kennedy coming in and helping us win some baseball games. So yeah, he's gonna get those looks at third base. Um, he's a good hitter, period. But I think the strength is that he can he can go out and, and really smash left-handed pitching. We'll start there, and I just want to get a good look at him and just fill it in from that point. Uh, we feel like we got a really good young player. Uh, you know, so far so good. I love the bat speed. I love the ability to make plays defensively. He's moving laterally um, very well. And those, you know, it's times that you just are trusting a scouting report or the eyes of people that you know inside of the game that have seen him that are giving you their opinion. Now it's time for him to go out and perform. So we got to read and react, and we'll just keep moving forward with him every single day. Tori, we appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight. We'll talk next week, okay? Okay, boys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.